Hello, welcome back, everyone, to another Hello. episode of your. Oh Jesus! It's another episode of your favorite video game podcast, the Chips and Bits Podcast. The Chips your... and Bits Podcast. Your favorite podcast about video games. I am your host this month, Matthew Anderson, and interrupting me as always, it's Kenny Myers. Oh, you wanted me to talk then? I did. I wanted you to insert your voice there. To see what I did, that was clever though. We're back again. Uh, this month, we are preparing to talk to you about another Nintendo game, a Nintendo game titled Super Mario 3D World. Uh, Before we get into that, that though, right. Super Mario. 3D World. No, I believe it's Super Mario 3D World. Oh, uh, thankfully, uh, I, we have some some housekeeping to do. Super our favorite Mario. our favorite type of housekeeping to start the episode this month. We're going to do a shout out to one of our patrons. Shout out this month. We're giving a special shout out to Elijah F. That's F as in fun. Elijah, thank you very much for your support. We really appreciate it. Thank you for being a patron. We hope you enjoy this wonderfully um, vibrant episode as a result of your monies. We're so sorry that it's this one. I'm oh, sorry. We're so sorry that it's this one. <laughs> do you have the button? Do you have the button to play the music, or am I just like doing a dramatic pause for no reason? I have the button. Cool. I have to be careful though, because you cry like a baby whenever I play it. I, I I've got my hand on the volume. Okay, hey, well, that uh, that was a perfect cut from our uh, theme song there, Kenny. Nice yeah, done. Uh, yeah, it was just part of my amazing technical expertise on this podcast, I would say. Wouldn't you? I'm, I'm constantly impressed a little bit more each month with uh, your technical prowess. Thank you. So, hey, everyone. Uh, we, are, we are the Chips and Bits podcast. You can find us online at chips-and-bits.com. We'll just leave you. We'll just leave you with that one uh, this month. That's enough because we should get right into it. We're talking about something really exciting this month. We're talking about Super Mario 3D World, another game from Nintendo. Um, let's see where to begin. Uh, well, I'll start. Matt, I'll start here. I'll start here. Kenny made me play this. <laughs> yeah, I think this might be another podcast where I just feel bad the whole time for making you play something. I really like the Mario games when I was growing up. Oh, they were great. Um, and there's some really good stuff about Super Mario 3D World. For starters, I played it with a good friend of mine whose name is not Kenny. So that was great. There was a, it was really fun to play through with someone Sorry. else with a friend. Po- point of clarification. Was it great because it wasn't Kenny or was it great because it was Super Mario 3D World? both (laughs) okay that makes sense yeah yeah um another thing that you'll you'll be struck with right away is the music the music in this game is delightful it's Uh, as in all mario games it's top it's fantastic you know it's 
It's funny because all the different areas have a little theme, you know, very common in Mario. You know, one's a water area, one's a desert area, et cetera, et cetera. They all have, you know, thematic music to go with them. I'd actually argue that the um, variety and the depth of the music is better than the actual design of the areas and the levels. The music is really, really good, especially in contrast to that. The characters, as you would expect, are mario characters they're cute they're they're lovely they're have differing abilities they do have differing abilities we'll get we'll maybe we'll get to that Mm -hmm. and i think before i immediately throw it back over to you because i have lots of other stuff that i'll squeeze in (laughs) throughout this episode i think the the biggest thing that i wanted to be able to get across and to speak with you about is Again, the best thing for me about this game was playing it through it with a friend. Mm-hmm. The worst thing about this game is playing through it with friends. <laughs> that is, that's the best way I can sort of review in, in one thought what is both the greatest thing about this game and also what makes it just the most irritating thing on the planet for you to possibly play. Wow, your and friend I, was that bad, huh? Has nothing to do with the friend. The friend yeah, part sounds like it has best, everything to do with a friend and not playing with Kenny. Just saying. No, let's move it on. does not. Let's it move on. Not. Let's move on. So why don't you chat for a little bit, Kenny? Let me know your thoughts on this game. So uh, this game I recommended to Matt in my what is my what my series of disappointments for Matt uh, this year, uh, mm. as our tastes and games continue to separate into a void that may be uncrossable. Um. A chasm, if you say, that may end this very podcast, and we can have separate podcasts. Yes. Still under the chips of Bits Road, but maybe it's time to break up the band. So I love this I'll, game. I'll be chips. You can be Bits. No, no, no. I'm definitely Bits. No, look at me. I'm chips. Oh, you can't see me, but I'm a large man. Um, the This game originally came out on Wii U, which is when, I, when and how I played it. Um, you played the remaster, which I have played some of. Uh, on the Switch, um, which added one new element, really, but was really just updated graphics and stuff like that. It didn't really change a lot of things. Uh, When I played this game, I played with three other people, one of which who included the person you played this game with. It's a mutual friend of ours. Um, So their experience might be relevant, too, to this podcast, but they're not invited because it's just us. Um, Four people in this game was so fun. We actually played through it and beat it in a weekend. And at this point, I it I don't know if this is one of those games where I can give an objective review separated from the experience I had with it. Like seeing that you didn't just adore this game makes me feel like I did I miss something. Like and reading like critiques of it, like I I just had such a fun time playing with four people and we're like a uh, the super bar. Oh, excuse me. Oh, I just, your intro just really gets to me every time. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in other games like Mario games that are like four player, like the 2d platformers, those are just nonsense. They're just chaos and confusion. I felt this one was much more fun and had a much nicer bubbling system, which kind of exists in the 2d world, but, um, I loved it. And in particular, I love the level design in this game. Uh, and I kind of view it as an extension of the 3DS game, which is fantastic, which was designed around Super Mario 3DS Land, I think it is. 
around very small levels that you could play in like bite-sized chunks. This is an expansion of that idea as the levels are not as long as other Mario levels are as big. There's just more of them. Um, and uh, sort of about camera angles and turning things as well as uh, different, the cat suits really big in this about climbing walls and stuff. Like it really is a, a, a more ex- expansive world in terms of that you can climb and go a lot more places. Like it's more vertical, but it's definitely not uh, it, like the levels are smaller than like super Mario galaxy two or something like that, where they just have this vast expanse. Um, this is probably my second favorite Mario game. And if I were to include it, it would be in my top 20. Uh, video games of all time. Uh, my first favorite Mario game is actually Super Mario Galaxy 2, which I think is just a masterpiece. It's just brilliant. Um, and again, I don't know if I can separate the experience of the playing this game with three people who are very enthused and excited to play and get it done in a weekend. We beat it in a weekend together, just hanging out and playing it. Um, I mean, we don't have to do that. Because I, I can talk about the experience of going into it and being very enthusiastic and having a good time with a friend playing through this. Uh, and how it was still problematic and a pain in my ass. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, obviously, like, we differ in opinion on this game. And I'll yeah. talk about some of the elements I really love outside. The music is great. We, we definitely agree Music's on that. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Well, let's talk about the controls. There's really only two buttons. There's jump and then there's action. Mm-hmm. Now, for some reason, uh, they decided that you should be able to bump into and manipulate the players that you're playing with. Oh, absolutely. So for, yeah. So, for example, you know, you run next to your fellow partner's character and you press the action button. You'll pick them up and hold them over your head. Now, the the number of times that in a game you actually want to pick up the other player uh, is precisely zero times. There, there are zero times you want to pick up the player. And then there are infinity times that what you want to do is the action. So why they decided to map the action to the pick up your player button beyond me. All it does is create an absolutely irritating and confusing situation in which something's about to kill you and you want to throw a fireball and instead you pick up your partner and then run around like an idiot because you're not sure, should I throw my partner? Should I wait for my partner to jump off of my head? I certainly can't throw a fireball. Oh, now we're dead. That was fun. Did you ever use the pickup mechanism with princess and use the princess to float across larger areas? No. Oh, well, I mean, there are some mechanics where it enables really cool stuff. Uh, you just didn't find it, which is, you know, not your problem. Yes. I mean, uh, I, but, I think, but, again, all you had to do was separate that control from another button, and then you could have still thrown Peach, and I could have just never done it, and it would have been a much more enjoyable game. Of course, they would have also needed to fix the godforsaken camera and its terrible ability to ever map to anything that you're doing and to move at a realistic speed in the direction that you want all the time. Also, they'd have to change the jump mechanic so that when you jumped, you didn't just randomly, depending on which character you were, sometimes jump not like a normal character would jump close enough, but then other times jump way too high and like the control was made of sponge and spring, sometimes float like with Peach, et cetera, et cetera. Really, all it created was a situation where you could never really get, you could never really settle into the jump mechanic. And if you combine the jump mechanic with the terrible camera, I think... I could have created a supercut 
of all of the times that I died or my you friend know that each with. of them had like different jump powers, right? Like they yes. all had different powers. Like yeah. Luigi's jump is specifically high, but jelly like. And yes, Princess has the float. Mario's like the most straightforward character. Yeah. Uh, I never found that mechanic to be problematic. Like, oh, yeah, it's terrible. It's well, the worst. And, no, it's not. It's fine. It works fine. You just have to know your character and know how their jump works. It no, worked. I played with the same character. Once I got, once I played through all of them and saw whose jump was who, I played yeah. with the same character all the way through. Never. Who was your characters. character? Toad. Uh, Toad's a good one. His speed, right? He's fast. He's fast. Yeah. Yeah. And his jump. I even when I got used to it, still. Again, when you combine it with the camera, terrible, terrible camera in this game. But it's you like just a, die. I, I, like you die a lot. The the whole like relying on a, a, a not well, it's very. A, it's a fixed camera, right? It's not a. Yes. It's not a. It's not a really movable camera. It's a fixed camera in like a really kind of horrible example of a three D like isometric thing where there's you can fall off platforms, you can fall off ledges. And you can do it very easily. You can just jump thinking you're going to make it to a ledge. Be And instead of just being able to jump and actually time the jump and feel it, you're constantly having to look at the ground below you and see where your little faux shadow is in 3D so that you're going to land in the place that you want. But you you never do. Like You always misjump it and you misguide it and then you die. Did you ever fall and use the bubble mechanic since you're playing two-player? Uh from all, from the best I could understand, once you're falling fast enough that you're going to die, it's almost impossible to bubble before you would die. Yeah, you can bubble when you get off camera. Right. Uh, of course, my favorite thing about the bubble mechanic was that it would bubble you and constantly place you not over top of land or something you could land on. So again, could probably throw together a supercut of the number of times that one of us bubbled, made it back to each other, and then either prematurely or not quickly enough popped out of the bubble, only to miss the platform and immediately die again. Super well, fun. Yeah, Loved doing have, that over you and have over to, again. You have to go to a safe area before you go to the bubble pop. That's just the rule of the game. Yeah, except, again, now it this makes would the bubble been... Like, if you could just go anywhere with the bubble, it makes the bubble mechanic less interesting. It's essentially just like a cheat code. But the bubble has a gameplay mechanic that I think is totally fair. Whereas, like, hey, we're giving you the save. We're letting you move forward. But you have to, like, you have to think about... You and your teammate have to think about how you're doing this. And... uh and once you get that mechanic down, it's it's just like, you just wait. You just stop and wait. Granted, there are some levels where you can't wait because it's a moving camera. Uh, and that makes it difficult. But by design, the bubble mechanic is supposed to be a really nice thing that's not 100% accurate. And I felt like it wasn't a bad design decision. I feel like I, I will certainly put out there that that is one of my criticisms that may have been alleviated by having more than one person playing with you because a lot of what uh we encountered when we were playing through this was that one of us was about to die the other one was also about to die one of us would bubble and then you know you're small mario like we don't we ran out of power-ups or something so the other one of us really needs to get ourselves down to prevent us from both dying and then having to start the level over again so you know we were constantly like okay i gotta but i don't want him to die so i'm trying to get there quick and yeah just die a lot just die you just die over and over again yeah, it's a game. It's a game that's a Mario game with a lot of things. You die in a, a lot of Mario games. Yeah, I just think in this particular situation, you die a lot more than you have fun. So very quickly, it was just like, eh, well, yes, we, yes, we died again. I, we'll I mean, you, you could have you could have texted me and said, hey, we're playing Mario. I'd like to see what it's like with three people instead of two. 
Yeah, but you I didn't, mean, did you? And, you just no, wanted instead, to be a grump just, and play through the way that you weren't enjoying instead of trying to figure out a way. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, well, that's not fun. Anyway, this game is great. You all should play it. Thanks for listening. This has been the Chips and Bits podcast. With me, as always, Matthew Anderson. All right. All right. Play that crazy theme song. So, so here's an interesting thing to talk about. Yeah. This game, the, the, the remake of it on the Switch, yep. comes with another game. Which is phenomenal. Bowser's Fury. Yeah. Which suffers from... Almost none of the issues that Super okay. Mario 3D World suffers from to the point where it's actually kind of fun. <laughs> like it's actually a it's pretty good game. It's not actually kind of fun. It's a great game. Like it's, and the, so like the, the level design there is all about like backtracking and you know, it's open world. It's yeah, like it's the open first world. open world Mario game. The, the mechanics are super fun. The camera is fine. The jumping is fine. Everything is what you would expect it to be in a game. Uh, well, I mean, you have to consider the time that Super Mario 3D World was made versus, like, Bowser's Fury came out after Odyssey, which had a free-moving camera. Like, it was a lot... There was a lot more camera work that had been done at Nintendo other than the fixed camera. Like, Yeah, uh, I mean, I think I need to consider that as much as you asking me to play it in the year 2021. And so I'm grading it as a game I'm playing this year. That's reasonable. And yeah. that obviously goes with our podcast and nomenclature. But maybe it's also because you just haven't played a lot of Mario games, too. Like, for me, like, adjusting to the camera was nothing because I had jumped. I mean, even playing it re- recently. And granted, one player is probably easier to do camera stuff than two player. Like, across the bar. Like, there's I, no... Well, here's the thing. Here's another thing that that is a knock against Super Mario. And the fact that, like, regardless of time why I think it just comes down to they chose mechanics and a feel and a weight for all these things they thought was fun and goofy and kind of Mario ish. And conversely, there's an, there's another game I played very recently because I just got a PS five. I played Sackboy. Sackboy, just like super Mario 3d world has a free moving camera has the problems with, you have to judge your jumping and like you can constantly, you have to look at the shadows. It's got the same, almost the exact same Sorry, structure. Do you mean fixed camera? Hmm. Do you mean fixed camera? You yes, said free moving sorry. camera. Yes, fixed. Yeah. Yes, that you can you know move around a little bit. Yeah. Um, so same same setup, and yet th- those problems do not exist in Sackboy. Sackboy playing through it is way more fun. It's just fun to play. I think Sackboy is boring as shit. Like I'm not talking I, about the the game itself. I'm talking about just the jumping and the camera and moving through a level. Is I mean, I disagree. Fine. I really enjoy the movement in the levels and how each character like handles different things. They use the camera to hide things too, which you can't kind of do with a free moving camera. Uh, and that leads to some sort of exploration and discovery mechanic. Like when I found out there was a warp tube in level like two of area one that took me to area two. Um, and it was just like, I don't know. The game looks great. You, you got to admit, like, yeah, Mario games have yeah. impeccable style. Like mm-hmm. they just are what they are. They are like the video game default because they define the video game default, right? Yeah, except for those generic colored fairy princesses that you're rescuing in every level. Right. It's just like they're, they're, they're just, just objects. Boring. They're MacGuffins. Yeah, they're boring. I mean, they're not supposed to be interesting. This this isn't a plot driven game. It has a plot, but it's not about. It's about mechanics, and I think the mechanics are sound. And it also leads to two things I think are excellent. Uh, one of which you think is excellent too, is this is the first game with captain toad levels. 
But I was just about to segue into that when you were trying to like really call on how great, you know, the, the camera and, the, and having it fixed and surprising things are. When you switch into a couple of the levels where you play Toad Tracker before you knew what you were playing, mm-hmm. those levels are awesome. They are. I can see why they turned it into its own game. And you know what? I've played almost through that entire thing. And if we ever podcast about that, you'll hear me talk about how great and amazing that game is. That game is awesome. And that is a style of game in which this kind of camera and this type of mechanics work. But in the in the open free level design where you're jumping, you know, left to right and up and down, and you're and if you're if you don't have a power up and you're not picking up your partner on accident, you have to jump on things in order to kill them. And it's very difficult to do it. Like you just cannot consistently time it and jump and kill people with ease, which is the main point of fun in a Super Mario game. So I, I, I just didn't have that problem. So it makes me wonder if this is like an experience thing. Like, I mean, when's I the did, last 3D Mario so game the friend you played? I was playing with? Uh, would have been last... Galaxy. Yeah, Galaxy, I think. Oh, man. I mean, yeah, unless no. you consider Luigi's Mansion, which, you know. That's not a Mario game. It's just like Captain game, Toad isn't a, a Mario game. Yeah, so it would have been Galaxy. Uh, all right. So, yeah. And it also, uh, there was uh, levels where you got on a dinosaur and you kind of both had to move the dinosaur. Oh, God. Man, the, moving, the movement on that even worse <laughs> oh man we had so much fun on those levels we had four people on it and it was just like a thrilling thing to do it was hilarious we were laughing we were having a good time are you just living in a joyless life right now matt is that what you're telling me that everything you're a vacuum of joy oh sounds like the pot oh, roast is done sounds like sounds like the uh your attitude's changing that's what i hear yeah, I mean, I just got excited to stop talking about Super Mario and instead eat pot roast. Well, good news. That's <laughs> coming soon, but not quite yet. Uh, I I want to leave you know a little bit more. If there's something that you think I missed or something that you wanted to talk about, feel free. I mean, I, I can't think of other things that I need to rant about more than what I've already ranted about. <laughs> uh, like Mario has the progression of different worlds with different topographies. It's like the Star Wars system, right? Like a planet with a single... Yes. Uh, like biome. Uh, were there any of the mechanics introduced in those different areas that you found really interesting? Like which ones? Well, uh, well, like, you know, desert, ice. Like, were there any things that were particular that there were some really cool puzzle levels that I thought were fantastic, uh, particularly ones where, uh, where you would jump and platforms would flip, which actually showed up in Bowser's Fury quite a bit, too. Um, like um, each actually, chunk. yes, I think those, I think the jumping puzzles were prop cause you know, it's funny putting the puzzle mechanic into it actually made. So that, that to me is, is an example of when jumping and dying is worth it and is fun. Like that's when you feel like, Oh, I, I did that to myself. That was stupid. And you know, we would laugh a lot when we were playing those levels and, and failing at them. It was only like once you got through those jumping puzzles and then you just, you know, made it all the way through and just had to jump on this tiny ledge and then died. You were like, Oh, for the love of God. So it was the platforming part that really got The platforming was terrible. Those jumping puzzles, I thought, were actually some of the better better parts in the game. There are a lot of really cool puzzle structures in that game, which build on some of the stuff in Galaxy and Galaxy 2. Um, And also take advantage of that perspective and that format. Um, In particular, like, uh, although this is common in many Mario games, like in other games, I do like the puzzles where you have to sort of, you know, figure your way out uh, the correct uh falling pieces to uh figure out those are always fun and in a lot of ways this this was like 
the swan song for standard Mario games. Like, uh, that's good. They, they, uh, you know, like 3D Mario in many ways because they started Odyssey is obviously like a lot bigger in scope than uh, than this, and uh, you get to play a lot more things. The level design's bigger. Excuse me. Wait, wait. Oh, oh I was thinking about your intro again and your opinions on this game. Oh, excuse me. It just is so tiring to hear this. Uh, but I do know you love puzzles, and boy, are we going to talk about that in our next podcast. Um, oh, you know what? I just I thought of something I forgot to mention that I really loved about this game. Go on. Wait, so in this game, you can pick up power-ups, and you can hold Wait, them. You can is hold this on, like you can hold sarcastic I really loved in this game, or actually I don't think so. really loved? Okay. I mean, I guess tell me afterwards, but I don't think so. I will. I will. Uh, so you pick up power-ups, you know, like fireball, you know, that sort of stuff. So if you die, if you lose all your, con- your continues, and then you die three times in a row, then when you start a level, you get a super-powered-up Tanuki Mario where you get yeah. this super special suit and you're invulnerable. So you can just run through things. Right. That made the level so much more fun to play. <laughs> I loved that power up. It was great. I kind of wish in hindsight, you could just play the whole game as invulnerable Mario. Uh, it probably would have been a lot more enjoyable. So I don't know. Was that sarcastic or. Uh, it seems like that was a little sarcastic in terms of it referred to the game, the Tanuki Mario suit you get, they have they have mechanics in a lot of the Nintendo games for people who are not good at it uh, to move forward with the game itself. So, well, Matt, I I feel like uh, I feel like this was a big L for you. It seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong, you wouldn't play this game again. You're not a huge fan of it. You feel like you wasted your time on it, and uh, you didn't even have a good time with your hanging out with your friend because of this game. No, I did. That was it. That was the best part hanging out with a friend (laughs) it's about the friendship this game is about friendship and as you've whittled away your friends through your crass and terrible opinions about video games this game with only one friend this game brings friends together and this game makes makes them wish they were playing a different game together such a joy and i played it with that friend and we loved every minute of it so it's so funny that yeah well if you come into a game with someone's like oh the camera oh Ah, you probably made that Matt sound you make that I hear all the time whenever I talk to you. You're like, no, oh. I was I was very reserved and tried to be very quiet and hold my opinions during the gameplay, as so to not tarnish somebody else's experience. But eventually, my friends started talking about the same things. Yeah. Uh, well, that's unfortunate. So I guess I recommend Super Mario 3D World. I think it's a I think it's a fantastic game. Uh, I can I understand anything else. Yeah. I can understand, like uh, Paper Mario. No, okay. No, what, not Paper of those Mario. of the Mario's you've played, which one would you recommend? Paper Mario, Super Mario, Three D World. I like Ghost I recommend... of Tsushima is the correct answer. Yes, exactly. Or Ghost literally any any old two D Mario would be better. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, this sucks. I'm not happy about this. I'm not happy we're in a podcast together. Uh, I just want to call it quits and with on, this, that, on this episode. I mean, we'll, we'll talk next month. Cause I definitely want to talk on that episode. Yeah. Well, we'll call it quits on this episode then uh, for the chips and bits podcast. I've been your host this month, Matthew Anderson and disgruntled as always. It's a me, Kenny. I'm not disgruntled. You're disgruntled. 
we'll be came back. here disgruntled. I am fully gruntled. I love this game. I bring nothing but love to this. My gruntledness has to deal with you and your dismissiveness. So I am disgruntled circuitously. Anyway, let's go. We'll be back next month talking about The Witness. We hope. Oh, we'll are we going to talk about The Witness? There'll be lots of talking. Yeah. Yeah. Wait to hear how brilliant these mechanics are. All right. <sighs> well, uh, we should we should go. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's let's do a theme song here. Let's see if you can hear it.